coaching on a Thursday. Joe Michael Show. Good to have you. Good, 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 good. Good to have you today. I'm, uh, I'm kind of excited today. Kind of excited today. Just am. Uh, weird morning, though. One of those mornings. Um, didn't sleep real well. So I was just, uh, just dragging this morning. Just dragging. And uh, and then um, I get the call. My buddy Ernie from Viroqua. I forgot. I completely forgot. I'm like, oh, my God, that's right. I'm doing some stuff with Ernie this morning. So uh, I was uh, running around the house getting some stuff done. So I sit down and talk with Ernie for about a half an hour. And then I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to meander back up to the studio and, uh, you know, do a few things. And I realized, holy crap, I left all the equipment in the car from last night, from the huddle. And so I had to scramble to put the studio together. Just uh, just uh, kind of a wild morning, and which gets the adrenaline going, right? So you're up, you're fine, you're ready to go. I'm excited tonight. Go, go 49ers. I'm a 49ers fan today. Hopefully they knock off uh, Seattle. And uh, continue the Packers' quest for the postseason. I know it's a long shot. I get it. I was leaving Stenny's last night. Guys are in the corner. Group of guys. Unit! See unit! By the way, there's no way the Packers are winning out. I'm like, you are the bucket of cold water on a great experience. Which is okay. I, I'm like, I know. I get it. I understand it. But, you know, there's hope. There is what it is. So... Anyway, long story short, got up, uh, ran around this morning, did a few things, got some stuff done. And uh, then today, I cannot wait for the end of the day. And I don't mean because I want to get over with the show because I love talking to you. But my point is, later this evening, uh, I've got a whole list of things. I just haven't done a, a bunch of stuff around the house since the party. I kind of cleaned up and stuff. But tonight, it's going to be uh, the bar floor needs to be, I, I, the best way I could possibly describe it is blown up. Maybe a, a, a bomb of some sort can come in and just blow it up and I can start over. It needs to be cleaned desperately. So, because it's, 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 it's black. It's just, it's dirty black. It's drink spilled, dirt brought, brought on them and the whole thing. So tonight, it's pull up everything off the floor, pull up the rug, pull up the, the mats, the whole thing, completely clean the bar floor. It's my first thing. Complete it, completely clean it up. Restock everything because it's down to nothing. Restock everything. And then about seven-ish, you go, a little bit of dinner, probably a beer or two, and then I'm going to sit back, relax, and watch the game tonight. I'm excited. Ben, Kenny, how you doing today, man? Well, you know, it's a Thursday. <laughs> Just... I want to know when you have a good day. When you get up and you come in and you're like energized and you're like, yeah, yeah, let's bring it on. I'm ready to produce my ass off today. That type of thing, you know? <laughs> I mean, bowl season starts tomorrow. I'm excited for okay. that. We have Kenny yeah. and Heilprin tonight talking Luke Fickle and the Badgers. I, I, right. I'm masking my excitement. Now you get geeked up when you go to Monk's. You walk through the door and there's an ovation and people are doing the wave and they're throwing underwear and panties and food at you. And, and Zach's over there going, I can't believe they're doing this. And then you're over there just saying, yeah, bring it on. Kenny and Heilprin, my name goes first. You know, you get pumped up for that show, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm anti-wave. If people start doing the wave, I'd leave. Well, maybe they're just waving at you. Oh, yeah. No, I'd be in for that. Listen, listen. I, I, I'm I, masking my excitement because the weather outside stinks, and that kind of dictates how I feel. Yeah, it was. Uh, now, how much snow did you get in Madison? Apparently a good amount. Schools were allegedly canceled today. The roads really? weren't terrible, wow. but I did wake up, and there was a lot of white. Okay. Um, here, maybe an inch. More rain than anything. 
Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I told the plow guy, you know, hey, it's going to be in the upper 30s today. Don't even bother coming to my house. I mean, it's there's not there's nothing there, so it'll be. And, and what what doesn't melt, I'll go out and shovel myself. It's no big deal. So maybe I'll get a little bit of that done. But yeah, there's there's not much here. It poured last night. I mean, poured down rain last night. Um, I was I was laying in bed and uh, I could just hear it beating on the windows and on the patio door at the end of the bedroom and it was just man it was it was pouring down rain and obviously for those <laughs> I did not think that little doodle that I had on the Facebook fan page that little doodle of the radar <laughs> I didn't think I thought it was a funny quip you know it doesn't look like mother nature to me you know you'd have to look at it to know what I'm talking about Certainly I didn't think if you that you have doodle- a huge package Right, I didn't think that little doodle would draw the amount of uh, I, I, laughter. Yes, I mean the, the couple people I sent it to, like texted it to, buddies out of town, they're cracking up. They're like, "Oh my god," you know. So, and I can't tell you what all they said, but it was funny. I was just it, it was guy locker room stuff. It was it was funny. And then there's always that group of about ten karens and i don't want to say karen in a negative light to the point that i offend every woman that's named karen out there but the you know that has become the quip for for uh somebody who is uh overly guarding of what is right with the world uh <laughs> people just going off and i'm like it's a joke first of all it's not real <laughs> it's like, like they're running for cover like they're hiding their kids eyes you know running to the basement as if some Male genitalia is coming to their house to drag across their roof or something, you know? I mean, Bill, your drawing was very specific. It was. It was funny. I admit it. It it was accented. It It, it was. It was very humorous, and it was a guy thing, and I get it. I just didn't realize that there would be a couple people out there that would go nuts. But I'm like, you know what? The heck with it. It's funny. I like it. I'm going to, you know, my page. I'll do what I want. So, anyway. Uh, that was last night. So uh, I get up today. Today's all good. Packers back in the practice field today. So uh, we're going to hear from uh, teams, coaches, all that kind of good stuff. So that's coming up uh, a little bit later on today as well. Uh, in the meantime, tonight, uh, we all, I would assume, are going to become, I know it pains us. I get it. I know it pains us. But I think uh, we're all going to become 49ers fans tonight. Correct me if I'm wrong. As uh, the 49ers, if they get the win then it uh, gives the Packers a yet another step closer to uh, to being able to actually get themselves in uh, in, in the postseason. So we're gonna we're gonna do that. Got Andy Herman of the Pack a Day podcast coming up here in less than an hour. Charges back again this week. People heading into the postseason when it comes to fantasy football. So get your fantasy football questions in now. And I'll try to start writing them down so I get to everybody. But uh, we got that coming up. We got our NFL picks today against the spread. We got that coming up. Pick sure to go wrong. How am I doing, by the way? How did I do last week? We both went two and one. So you have a four, a commanding four game lead. Ooh. Two and one. So I was already three games up. So what am I? Five games above 500 now? You're uh, four. 22, 18, and two. Okay. There you go. Not a bad way to go. You're making money if you're following me down that primrose path. So uh, we got that going on. So we're going to do that. Uh, The board signing off, by the way, the Big Ten making the announcement last night, uh, which was weird because we already knew this was happening. 
And I had to think for a minute. I was driving home. Now, you should, let me say this, kids, for all the Karens that are out there, do not read your texts and drive. Don't do it. It's a bad thing. But I did this last night. Pouring down rain, leaving Stenny's, and, I mean, it was, when I was taking the equipment out, uh, I'm wearing one of those, like, North Face vests, and it's, you know, they're they're puffy, they're, you know, they're warm, you wear them in the wintertime, but they don't have sleeves. So I'm wearing one of those vests, and it was pouring so hard I had to take the vest off because I could literally ring out, ring it out when I was just, and, and I had maybe a 10-foot run from the building to my car to put the equipment away. It was pouring. So I get in the car, the car's all steamed up, I'm driving up the street, and my phone is buzzing, and my buddy said, hey, did you see this? Now, I'm thinking it's breaking news. This is something we already knew. We knew UCLA was coming, okay? We, we knew this was happening. So I'm reading it, and I thought it meant Cal, not, you, you know, UCLA. I thought it, they were talking about Cal. I'm like, they brought Cal in? Are you kidding me? And I, so now I'm texting my buddy. I said, can you believe this? He's like, what are you talking about? And then I had to go back and reread it. Now, now that I'm at a stoplight, I'm rereading this thing. I'm like, oh, okay. Now I, this was kind of old news, wasn't it, Ben? It's just the fact that they just finally signed off on it. Yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of politicking, a lot of BS. I don't think it was ever right. going to be blocked. I just think for the sake of pushing back, the Board of Regents in California tried to tried to stop it, but then most of them voted for it. Right. It, it was weird. Right. It was just all politics. Yeah, it was a, it was a strange scenario, if you will. Uh, but it all of a sudden comes out, and I'm like, okay, great. Great. I'm, I'm good with that. So there you go. So uh, UCLA, you know, finally officially signs off on stuff, and that came across last night and everything. So there you have it, but nothing major. Um. So we got a lot of stuff coming up today. We're going to get into uh, the discussion about the Packers coming back, which, of course, we, we do talk Packers during football season, absolutely. Got the game coming up tonight. Uh, like I said, Andy Herman of the Packer Day podcast coming up, uh, fantasy football today, our picks today. Uh, we got uh, a rather interesting story regarding the uh, the Rams. I'll tell you this. Um, I got a buddy of mine that writes for the L.A. Times, and he doesn't necessarily cover sports. He does more politics, but he's a big, big sports fan. And he was a huge Rams fan when they were there originally before they went to St. Louis. And then when they came back, he's, he's a season ticket holder, the whole thing. And he's, he's texting me uh, last night. He, actually, he was texting me really late last night because I didn't respond to him until this morning. But he's texting me and he's like, this relationship, this relationship between Baker Mayfield and the coach, this McVay guy's got it going. They're, they're going to be there. And they're like a, enthusiastic. Like this is going to be something they build on. That once Matthew Stafford goes away, this is it. Baker Mayfield, he is, as he said, he found his home. I mean, they're all fired up about that. I'm home. Good to be home. They're fired up. And McVay, this is going to energize McVay, and McVay is going to stay. And they, they have an energy coming. They're a three, four win team coming into this game, and they have an energy like they're going to a Super Bowl. Like we're back. And I, I I woke up this morning, I texted him. Now, granted, it was like 7.30 our time, which is what, you know, 5.30, 4.30 their time, whatever the hell the time difference is right now out in L.A. And so I'm sure he's getting it this morning. But I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is like when Jeff Saturday took over for the Colts. And the Colts got him that win. And everybody's flexing, yeah, you know. And then after that, they came crashing back down to reality. I said, don't, don't fool yourself. Baker Mayfield 
is Baker Mayfield. Now, maybe he may find somebody to work with him, to make him a little better, whatever it happens to be. But make Baker, make no mistake about it, Baker Mayfield is Baker Mayfield. I don't look at him differently. Not now. So, uh, but but they but they're believing, they're believing. So now uh, you you know you got that to deal. With. And we talked about that yesterday. Like, look, the Packers they need to win out. Can they get past Miami? This like whoa. Let's make sure they get past the Rams on Monday night first before. You know, right now it's just the Rams. You can't do anything if you don't beat the Rams. If you don't beat the Rams, doesn't all the scenarios in the world don't matter. You just got to beat the Rams. You lose, you're done. It's that simple because of the tiebreakers. So uh, I, I, uh, I, I, you know, we'll wait and see. Uh, yes, Phil, I did read that this morning too when I got up. Justin Turner again being tied to, uh, or at least an interest drawn from the Brewers. So that would be a great pickup uh, to have a third baseman that can hit. That means you solidified your infield. You've got your catching battery pretty much done. You believe you've got at least somebody that can roam center field. Maybe you pick up another, you know, outfielder bat along the way. But now you're about building the arms in your bullpen. Suddenly you've got enthusiasm again for the Milwaukee Brewers. I got to be honest. I'm, I'm the Justin Turner thing. If it should happen, would be the capper to say. No, they're not packing it in. They just retooled and they're going for it again. So I would be thoroughly excited if indeed all of that comes to fruition. Thoroughly excited. If Justin Turner walks through the door, you bolster the bullpen a little bit more, bring in a bunch of arms, buckshot approach, see who sticks, see who doesn't, and move on. you got a good starting rotation. Now you've got guys that at least seemingly can put the ball in play, put them between the white lines consistently. Now maybe this team can actually make something. And I don't know if you've watched Christian Yelich on Instagram, but every now and then he's posting. And one of the themes of his posts has been, I'm working out, I'm getting bigger, I'm getting stronger. He looks thicker because this past season, he he looked like Gumby. He was he was thin, he was lanky. He's always been that way, but he was, he was really thin. And he looks, in at least in these videos, he looks thicker. So maybe... Uh, you know, Knock on wood, maybe Yelich can come back and actually do something other than be the $29 million paperweight. So a lot of good stuff going on there, too. 877-867-1670, That's the phone number to get a hold of us. You want to find us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Ben Z. Kenny, if you want to get a hold of Ben and uh, give him grief about whatever it is, that's ailing him today. Then you can also get a hold of us via Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. Find us on YouTube under Bill Michael Show. Same thing on Twitch TV. You can email the program, TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. The website where everything is there uh, as we continue to upgrade the website. I don't promote it enough because it was kind of like, eh, we got to get some things together. Well, now they're getting stuff together, and uh, the IT department doing a fantastic job. So now go to the website, thebillmichaels.com. That's thebillmichaels.com. Find us there. So much more. So many ways to consume us. You've got the podcast, the Apple podcast, Spotify podcast, Google podcast. Find us there as well. Good stuff. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Stay tuned. Got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good 
to have you. Welcome back. Uh, we are brought to you by our good friends at Bud Light. Bud Light is the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. And uh, thanks to them for being a part of the program. As always, good night last night down at Stenny's. And the Bud Lights were flowing last evening down there. as They had some specials. Cool night last night, too, because... Uh, they had uh, an Admirals game in town last night, so the Milwaukee Admirals were playing, which we tell you about Admirals hockey all the time. we got to get Aaron Sims on the show, too, talk about their season. They're playing pretty well. But uh, we uh, we were down there last night. They were running the Bud Light specials, and people were coming in and catching. I tell you all the time about going to Stenny's and getting the shuttles. So people were coming in, grabbing a couple of buds, doing the, the cheese bread and the wings, and they, they were high-fiving and then heading back out the door. And it was a good time last night, a lot of fun. And thanks to our friends from Bud Light for uh, being a part of the program, as always. And uh, thanks to the staff and management down there at Stenny's as well. Uh, Matthew says, is it spring yet? No, not spring yet. Not spring yet. I'm looking forward to it, too. And I believe me, I am a, a warm-weather person, but nope, not spring yet. Not yet. Uh, 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Uh, this is from Jim. Jim says, uh, hey, unit, uh, with this newfound relationship between Sean McVay and Baker Mayfield, does this make them a better team or just a team with a lackluster quarterback on it? That's a great question. This is what I was saying earlier. Yes, you're right. It's, um, let me ask you this, Ben, if I were going to start a team right now, this is that stupid hypothetical that I hate, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Oh, I love these. Would you start your team with Baker Mayfield or Brock Purdy? Oh, ew, neither Jordan love. <laughs> That's not the choice. <laughs> Frank, probably Brock Purdy because I won't have to pay him. Yeah. Pr- probably ever. Right. Where, I, right. Maybe I could draft a guy. Baker Mayfield is at the point in his career where he does make some money. And I, like like we've seen him. He's been on three teams. It hasn't worked anywhere. Yeah. I, I, I don't get this whole Baker Mayfield thing. Yeah. The, uh, the Baker Mayfield thing um, has been... <sighs> he gives you the flash and then he wears on you might be the best way to put it. Is that a good way to put it? He just absolutely wears on you after a while. Indeed. Yeah. You know, he also headbutts uh, guys with helmets on. And I, I have to think that's that's unhealthy. That might be part of his problem. <laughs> now, by the way, when you say that he headbutts guys with helmets on, he's not wearing a helmet. Correct. And he does it Correct. quite. He, he does it violently. Uh, yes, he does. He He's the. You know, maybe it's uh, all those days cleaning up uh, the uh, progressive stadium or progressive field, you know, for the commercials or something. Maybe he, you know, inhaled something or something. But I, I he's uh, he's he does the, the flex up thing. And oh, when he and planted and, the flag in midfield yeah. at the shoe. That was fun. Yep. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Never forgot that. Uh, but uh, look, I I think Baker Mayfield is what he is. And I think he can give you flashes. I think he can win you games. But I think as easily, probably if not more so, he can lose you games with stupidity, with the overestimation of his own talent. And sometimes being a good quarterback in the National Football League is simply realizing what your limitations are. Going back to the Dirty Harry, a man's got to know his limitations. For To be a good quarterback, you have to know what you can and can't do. you got to believe in yourself. Don't get me wrong. But you have to understand what your limitations are. And I don't think he does. We have seen him far too often try to try to you know zip something in there that the accuracy isn't there, the overthrowing is there, 
and the fact that it just isn't on target and it's not fast enough to get past the defenders. We've seen it time and again where balls get tipped, they get picked off, and he can't believe it. And then he's laying face down on the ground after taking a hit going, I can't believe it didn't get in there. Well, we all saw that coming, but apparently you didn't. So, uh, But Baker Mayfield at times can be his own worst enemy, much like Dak Prescott. Only difference, Dak Prescott doesn't fall on the ground, scream, and yell, you know. But uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Find us, hit us up. Um, coming up today as well, uh, some interesting stuff uh, regarding um, what we've talked about Major League Baseball. Um, I... You know, there, there's this whole thing about this year, will it be different, you know, shift and all that, no shift, and how much better will guys be, and is it because, is it fair? It, do the record books need to reflect post-shift? Do the record books need to reflect post-steroids? Do the record books, you know, especially for pitchers, if they decide to, you know, the pitchers are far far too advanced. For, you know, they're all going into these labs, and they're throwing 90-plus, 90 95-plus miles an hour now. And so hitting has gone down dramatically, and it hasn't caught up. And so they're going to move the mound back, or there's been talk about that, about moving it back six inches to a foot. And, you know, do we have to then go post-mound move, post-mound height move, all that? I, baseball's baseball. You know, I, it's going back to using the old, you know, phrase coming out of the movie Bull Durham. You see the ball, you hit the ball, you catch the ball, you throw the ball. I mean, that's all there is to it. Yeah, they can make some of the diameters and the metrics, but we didn't change the numbers once they started moving in the fences. We didn't start, you know, changing the numbers after they reconfigured many of these Mastodonian fields. You know, remember the old Three Rivers and remember the old Riverfront Stadium and Fulton County Stadium, the depths of, well, depths of County Stadium for that matter. And then you you look at the old, you know, Yankee Stadium, which, you know, the home runs were hit, but those those fences were were further. You look at what they did in, you know, when they reconfigured, uh, which was then the Jake, now it's progressive field. They reconfigured that, and then they reconfigured uh, what they did down in Houston. And all these fields started to become smaller. The, uh, the, 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 you know, look at, uh, look, look at the field now in uh, Oakland. If you've, if you've seen any of it at all, it is a cavernous stadium and foul territory is ginormous where many, you know, foul balls go to die rather than being just foul balls. And that's where outs are made. So do you change it because you're in a bigger bigger stadium versus a small? I, there's a whole argument about whether or not they're going to have to change things in Major League Baseball. And I'm just like, you know what? There's been so many changes over the years. There's been pre and post uh, amphetamine era and cocaine era and stickum era and, you know, steroid era and all the different eras. We don't change it every time there's a change in baseball. So, no, you don't change it. You just roll with it. You see who excels in that particular era, and that's who sets records, and that's who gets into the hall, and that's who performs well and gets contracts, and those who don't. And there's just so much consternation over what we should and shouldn't do regarding the record books. It's like, who cares? Just play the damn game. Make it exciting. Hopefully the fans enjoy it. Hopefully people come back to the ballparks. Hopefully baseball thrives and survives and gets past all of this. And it's just it's it's – there's so much like anxiety over Major League Baseball right now. And it's it's the offseason because of the one and a half, two billion dollars that have been spent and the game's out of control. And that I agree with. But the rest of it, who cares? Does it bother you, Ben? Does it keep you up at night? No, not really. I, I think the key to baseball more than anything is context, where when a guy hits a certain amount of home runs in the dead ball era, we know how amazing that is. We can compare it to today and say, oh, Fran Mil Reyes on the Guardians hit 40, but it's not yeah. as impressive. 
I also think a variable that no one ever talks about is when they change the stadiums. Like you go back to the vet and all those multi-purpose bouncy oh turf God. stadiums. Yeah. The game was played differently because you could be fast and the ball bounced forever and it was weird. When they went to the stadiums we have today, the strategy changed. And yeah, the, mm-hmm. the pitchers and grip it and rip it and all that stuff. But things change so often to change how the game is played in the complexion. So, yeah, I think context is key. So we got that. And then yesterday at the owners' meetings uh, regarding the NFL out in Arizona, uh, or in Dallas, in Dallas, excuse me, uh, there was the discussion about Daniel Snyder, a little bit of that, and the fact that the uh, the NFL has come under fire. Jim Ursay saying he still wants more information before making a call to oust Daniel Snyder. I, I, I got to think. I, you know what? I'm going to hold this for the, the, the other side of the break. Stay tuned because I, there, there is something that is – it's what's not – again, I always look for what isn't being said. It's what's not being said. And there's a, there's, a, there's a big, 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 big red flag that's going off here over some of the comments made by Jim Mercy, and I'll tell you what they are when we come back. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. If you have a Harley lover in your life, in your life, and we all do, right? It's a riding state. It's what we do. It's what we enjoy. It, you know somebody who does. You got a Harley lover in your life. Wisconsin Harley Davidson. Go to wishd.com. That is wishd.com. And uh, whether it's clothes, T-shirts, hats, whatever, leathers, to keep you warm, uh, parts, accessories, something cool for the bike, whatever it happens to be. Or they do a lot of craft stuff from local crafters in the area as well. And uh, you can check on that also at Wisconsin Harley Davidson. Go to wishd.com. That is wishd.com. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, if you're going to be doing something this weekend, I might see you there with uh, some football being played on Saturday. I got a dinner on Saturday night, but uh, either before or afterwards, might see you down at the Nice Ash. I uh, did not uh, do the cigar thing. I know there's some people uh, here doing cigars, but I didn't do the cigar thing this past weekend uh, at the party. I was too busy just kind of running around, and so I'm looking forward to doing nothing. Uh, So I think we're going to dinner, and then on Saturday night, probably going to find us down at the Ash. Probably going to find us down there. Just uh, hang out. 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. Music, some really good music down there. And you can just run into a different set of bands all the time, whether it's just a couple of acoustic duos, full band, jazz band, blues bands, rock bands, whatever it happens to be. Good stuff from our friends at TheNiceAsh.com. That's TheNiceAsh.com. Again, 323 West Main Street. And as they say, get your ash in here. Um, Something that is not being said. And Jim Ursay doing a, you know, kind of a, a, an impromptu presser with just a gaggle of reporters around him while he's in a golf cart smoking a cigarette, <laughs> which, is, which is rather funny looking. But Jim Ursay said yesterday he's not ready to oust Daniel Snyder as the owner of the Washington Commanders. Wants to discuss it with other NFL owners. Said a couple of months ago that there was merit to removing Snyder. And was kind of adamant about it, saying, you know, this is not good. This is blah, 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 blah. And he said, now I'm not ready to vote him out. I need to hear more. 
What? You know what's what does that mean, Ben? If you're gonna if you're gonna listen to that, what does that say to you? Well, he might not want to lead the charge. He might know that there's some things that Dan Snyder may or may not have on him. There you go. There you go. That's it. It's what's not said. That's it. It's the fact that he is saying, I need to hear a little more. What? Basically, the House committee, the investigation said, this guy's a scumbag. He's a liar. He's a thief. He's created a sexual atmosphere within his work environment that has been completely harassing towards women. He he has gotten and garnered dirt on everybody. He is just the epitome of, of bad ownership, you know, of what you don't want in a company. And Ursay says, I'm, I'm, I need to hear a little bit more. What? I don't know if we want to do that. Come on. Are you kidding me? I was, you know why? Because there before the grace of God. Because he knows if you open up that Pandora's box, here we go. Here we go. It's open seat because Daniel Snyder on the way out, you, you know what he's doing. He's going to be, he's not going to be making it rain with the money like this where he's flapping his hands together. No, no. This is going to be all the reports he's got on everybody. Dan Snyder, here you go. Jim Irsay, boom. Jerry Jones, boom. Davis, boom. Here you go. We're going to, Haslam, boom. Everybody. Stephen Ross, boom, got everybody. He's got everybody. That's why they don't want to oust him. That's why. Commissioner, boom, on the way out the door. He is going to take it all right down the crapper with him. That's what he plans on doing. So Ursay saying, well, you know, we need to hear a little more. <laughs> it's like, what more do you want to hear? What, what what do you need to know? Short of having a dead body in his desk, what more do you need to hear that this guy's a scumbag? You know? Come on. And that's what that said to me. The minute I heard that, I went, okay, here we go. Here we go. Everything Daniel Snyder said about digging dirt on everybody and private investigators and people following them around. And, yeah, it's all true. It's all true. It's all they it's they're trying to stay above the fray. And I hope to God the media doesn't let it die there. But but they're trying to shove it away. Going Well, we need to discuss. We need to hear more. We need to we need to, you know, find out a little bit more about this particular situation. And we're all sitting here in the media going, what? What do you mean? You know, what, what is he? What, what did you do? What did you do that you can't say this guy's a bad dude? We got to get him out of here. Is there because, you know, Ursay's in Indiana. In Indianapolis. Now, Indianapolis is a burgeoning metropolis. And I've always said that should just be called Championship City because it's just it's just so good for hosting championships. But did he venture off, say, out into Greensburg? Or did he go up to South Bend? Or is he, like, in Amish country uh, in Rushville, Indiana, and they've got a picture of him dressed in an Amish suit with a sheep wrapped around him? Is that what Daniel Snyder got the pictures of? Because how do you not get rid of this guy? It's amazing. So that came out of the owners' meetings. There you have it. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, this is from John. Says, I'd be really curious to get your take on the Brewers' new catcher, William Contreras. Uh, looking at the reaction to the trade so far, he shows zero interest in being a Brewer. Should we be worried? Um, No, because when you're being paid... 
and ultimately you suit up and you get in there with your teammates and such. No, I, I, maybe he doesn't want to leave Atlanta because he likes that situation. I mean, I don't know the reason. It, it certainly appears that Atlanta got hosed. Like what, what the Brewers gave up to get the players they've gotten, it seems like, again, like Matt Arnold has been sitting on a stash of, you know, naked animal photos where they made some incredible deals. So it's almost like it's knock on wood too good to be true. So maybe Contreras didn't want to leave. Maybe he's got his guys there. Maybe his friends are there. Maybe he doesn't want to uproot his family. I mean, who knows? Who knows? But once spring training starts, once you get into the camaraderie of the guys, once you get into the system, once you – maybe he doesn't like the city. Maybe he's had bad experiences in Milwaukee. Maybe, we have, you know, you know the, the supposed ghost down at the Fister Hotel stay there, scared the hell out of him one night. He doesn't want to come back. Who, who knows? But once guys are getting paid and the paychecks are coming – and they're playing, and they feel like they're. In, he wants to be relevant. I can see that too, but they're relevant. Yeah, then there you go. There you go. I'm not too worried about it. Usually, once you get indoctrinated, because Hater didn't want to leave, he didn't want to go to San Diego. He didn't want to. And he he showed it early on. He didn't want to be there, right? And then all of a sudden, he's the guy closing it out in the postseason, pumping the fist, screaming and yelling, flexing up. Yeah, he was all into it then. He may still miss Milwaukee and his friends. But he's moved on. Guys move on. It happens. Unless you're absolutely positively in a city you just freaking hate. Which, that happens few and far between. You know why? Money. When you're getting paid, you're going anywhere. It's the transient nature of baseball. Ben, any concerns? No, none. I mean, will he be thrilled to know that they probably won't give him the next contract? Probably isn't the best situation, but the tweet people refer to, he was sad. He's leaving Atlanta, right? I believe he was on the world series roster, but he's also a big Mm -hmm. part of a young core of that team. I think he was more sad to leave that situation. That's what I believe. So no, I'm, I'm zero, 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 zero worries. I'm good with that. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to chime in, do it. Uh, give us a buzz. Uh, this one is from John. John says, uh, do you think that the secondary is going to get better now that they've had a chance to self-scout? Does suddenly somebody look at Joe Barry and say, Joe, you got to play this differently? Why? And if so, why wait so long? You know what? Uh, we'll deal with that when we come back because we're up against the break. But that, that's a really good question, um, and I want to address that. Stay tuned. Uh, this portion of the program being brought to you by our good friends over there at the Water Doctors, h2theletterodoctors.com. That's h 2 the letter O. Doctors.com. Get a hold of John and his staff, the Connecticut Water Softening System, the absolute positive best. I have it in my home. I use it every day. Shower with it, drink it. it it's all throughout that. You, the laundry, the whole thing, awesome. Best water softening system I have ever had, and that's the reason I have taken it with me home to home to home. It's just that good. And uh, when I was going to leave it in my last house, they were going to pay extra for it because they just knew the, the value of having it in your home the four, four or five grand, whatever it was. Uh, but I was renting it at the time, but they wanted it. They, and I'm like, no, it's coming with me. You guys buy your own. I'm good to go. So it's just fantastic. 262-549-7733. 262-549-7733. That's the water doctors. Go to H2, the letter O doctors.com. H2, the letter O doctors.com. Ready. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers have three days of practice sessions to get ready for the Rams today through Saturday and then a walkthrough on Sunday. Last night, the team activated their big backup offensive tackle, Caleb Jones. He's been on the illness reserve list battling mononucleosis. Rookie wide receiver Romeo Dobbs is back at practice. Dobbs suffered a high ankle sprain on the first play of the game in Detroit back on November 6th. Will he be ready for Monday night? Um, yes, I'm fully expected to play Monday. Uh, went full speed on it today. It felt great being able to play. The Rams have a new weapon to watch out for. Number 15, Tutu Atwell, a second-year wide receiver with 4'3 speed, just five foot nine. Atwell says he's the one that drew away the safety that helped Van Jefferson get single coverage on his dramatic touchdown catch to beat the Raiders last week. Uh, Coach McVay called um, four verts place. Um, Van had a go ball. Um, it was too high safety, and the safety rolled down to cover me. And it was just one-on-one with Van, and I just seen the ball in the air. And I just already knew Van was going to get it and run up under it. So when he caught it, it was just like, let's go, man. So and we was all inside. I was happy for him, and it was a great game. Three of the four Packers' remaining games are here at Lambeau. They need to win them all for any hope of a spot in the playoffs. Packers safety, Adrian Amos. Just, just a must win. I mean, we, we've won games in a row before. It just hasn't been the, the pressure that we had to. But, like, you know, these past couple of years, you know, we strung off, you know, what, six, seven, eight-game win streaks and before, and then, like, why can't we now? That's Adrian Amos. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Friends of Cunis RV, Wisconsin's fastest-growing RV dealer. If you're looking for a travel trailer, fifth-wheel motor, home, camper van, whatever it is, check out our friends at Cunis. K-U-N-E-S. Go to CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. And uh, whether it's service and even this time of year, they have great showrooms if you have a camper in your life and uh, you'd like to maybe uh, pick up uh, that you know Christmas gift or a gift card, Cunis has it all. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. So uh, we were sitting here uh, before we went to break. Uh, I was asked about, you know, self-scouting and will the defense play better and such. And, you know, the one thing about it, and I don't know if you read this, it was I think it was in uh, Fanside or something like that. It was an offbeat bar stool. I can't remember what it was. Uh, disappointing season for the Green Bay Packers, uh, as we all know. But they are the fourth worst defense. They've given up the fourth most big plays this season. And uh, a big run, as they say, is defined by a gain of 10 yards or more. A big pass play is 20 yards or more. 46 explosive run plays. 38 explosive pass plays. Now... This is the reason you have such a cowardly defensive coordinator. Because he doesn't believe in the guys, and I think the guys don't believe in him. It has been stated where players have said, yeah, they you know, want to do this and want to do that. Jair has talked about kind of doing his own thing. You know, They're trying to get everybody on the same page, but I, guys don't believe in this. Whatever it is he's running and selling, they don't believe in it. Okay, So they're kind of doing their own thing. And when you do your own thing, you leave gaps. But what's most concerning, it's one thing when you're getting it over the top consistently, okay? But 
many of these big explosive plays, it's not like they're just casting the ball 40 yards downfield. That's not it. It's outs, crossing patterns, and such, where it's just guys are out of place and unbelievably poor tackling. I mean, craptastic tackling. And so when you go to self-scout, when you're sitting here, first of all, this is something that should have been done week three, week four, week five, maybe right after the game in London, okay? So to sit here and say, well, we're going to self-scout this week, you're you're two weeks into December. You know, it's it's you're you're a little too little too late, so to speak, to to you know now getting around to doing this. But that being said, you hope that with this modicum of light at the end of the tunnel, that if you can grasp that light, hang on and get there, you you might have a shot. That's one of the things that needs to change. We were talking last night with Mike Clemens and Grant Bills and the Wisco Sports Show. Uh, during the huddle last night, and we were saying, what needs to change? That was a question I asked everybody. What needs to change? Well, we talk about Romeo Dobbs coming back, and Dobbs was gaining the trust of Aaron Rodgers, and then obviously Christian Watson and his emergence, and suddenly you look at the offense and go, well, maybe they do have a couple of weapons they can throw to, and then you throw in a guy like Randall Cobb who's having a, a pretty decent season for his age. You know, a guy that can still get it done and be that safety net guy. Lazard's a sure route runner. Every now and then you're going to hit Tanya and your run game is decent. You know, if Zach Tom can hold on for a couple of weeks and just sustain the left tackle position until you get David Bakhtiari back and you win games, who knows, right? Plus, the quarterback feeling good. Yesterday or two days ago, he sounded good. He's like, boy, I was out working on my tan. My thumb feels good. My ribs finally feel better. Yeah, man, I'm feeling good again. He sounded good again, right? So maybe offensively, maybe it'll come together. But the defense is the, the biggest concern, right? So if you're just now self-scouting, you have completely done this team a disservice. So I don't believe that just this week they've been doing it. But that being said, what you have to do coming in the next four games is get everybody on the same page in some way, shape, or form. You the, the Just start fundamentally. Now, they're not going to be hitting. They're not going to be running around on the field, nailing each other, you know, and pounding each other into the ground because it's just the CBA doesn't allow for that, and you're trying to get your work done. But it is mind-numbing how poor the tackling has been for this team and how many big plays they have given up due to the inability to just fundamentally tackle the ball carrier. So the the, the Packers... It, it, and I, if I remember correctly in the article, it said something about the, despite all the issues or something like that, the Packers, they they, they rarely deviated coverage-wise from their approach. The Packers have one of the more predictable coverage schemes in football. And I started reading this, and, I'm, and then it said it, it references pro football focus and everything, so it gets into the really the, the deep analytics of this. But basically, the, everybody knows what you're running in the down-and-distance situation that they're presented with. They know what you're doing, which speaks completely ill of Joe Barry. If Joe Barry is not done on Black Monday at the end of the season, whenever that may be, then I have absolutely positively zero faith in Matt LaFleur. None. He should no longer... If indeed it's not Goody's call, then Matt LaFleur should no longer be the head coach of this team because it is... It is predictable and obvious to everybody 
everybody, including coaches on other teams, what it is you're doing and how bad it is. It's a really, I'll have to find it, and then I'll post it over on the Facebook fan page. You can check it out there. It's a really good read. All right, stay tuned. We got a lot more coming up. Bill Michael Show, Packaday Podcast. Andy Herman coming up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.